Friday, December 15th, 2023, Season 2, Episode 70. This is What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale. I've done 170 shows now. Wow. Super busy day, super busy weekend uh, coming up. Kind of exciting. Weather's been really nice. Boy, when that other shoe drops. <laughs> it's going to be ugly, right? Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, everything's going swimmingly well uh, right now. It's pretty tough to complain. And um, trying to get back into the holiday spirit a little bit. Kind of lost my... Uh, just got a little too focused on some things. Um, and I got to... I gotta shake it off. I try to do this thing, but it's hard with headphones on. I sound like a cartoon character. I don't know if that sounded like anything. <laughs> uh, I, I'm in that mood today. Uh, yeah, so busy weekend coming up. Uh, the plan is I'm gonna go out with my family at some point. Uh, I'm gonna see Wonka. That's a big thing that we'd like to. I'd like to do. I don't know if Lisa even wants to go, but I'll go by myself if I have to. Um, I offered to rent Tay-Tay's uh, Eras Tour movie. It's 20 bucks on Prime. Just to see. I mean, I've read it so many effing headlines on Miss Swift. I, I should see. The, the thing about the Eras Tour, I don't know if you understand like the concept. The concept is she's going through eras of her life and her career. And so she's, you know, she's got these songs, 19, you know, like 80s and whatever. Um, it seems like she's too young to be talking about the eras of her life. <laughs> it's just, that's just me. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, maybe she's just, maybe she's older than I think. Maybe I don't even know how old she is. Um, on top of all of that is the mad rush to f- get things together for Christmas and finally, finally really start watching some Christmas classics. We've been biding our time. We've been watching little Christmas things here and there. But now it's time for the biggies. Right, like we got a we got a week run up here before before Christmas, and we still haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. We still haven't seen Elf. We still haven't seen Miracle on Thirty Fourth. We still haven't seen the Biggies, and uh, so we got to get that rolling. Uh, maybe watch one of those over the weekend. But um, Lisa had a post op check on her wrist yesterday. Uh, everything looks good. Doctor says she should start start using her wrist. This is welcome news to Kale. I can tell you that. <laughs> Uh, that probably sounded bad, but, um, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) Maybe it sounded good. Hard to tell. Kind of deviant, are you? Time for some entertainment headlines. Andre Brower was diagnosed with lung cancer months before his death, we're just finding out. When the news came out of his passing, his publicist said that he had, uh, been suffering from a brief illness. Now that sounded like maybe COVID or RSV or whatever one of these things is. Um, but uh, it sounds worse than that. Lung cancer is probably one of the scarier ones. You get a lung cancer diagnosis and I, I mean, this, um, sad to see him go. A lot of people talking about him, a lot of people praising him and um, hopefully his family as well. Curb Your Enthusiasm is officially ending with its 12th season. The 12th season begins February 4th on HBO. I mean, Max. I mean, I think. I don't. 
I don't understand this. They keep talking about it like it's HBO, but I think that's all just Max now. So at any rate, everything I read said HBO. Um, hopefully it'll be on Max. Um, and the last episode of the 12th season is going to air on April 7th. Larry David said, this is this is a really funny statement that he had. Um, this is very Larry David. Ask if you put him in the Curb Your Enthusiasm Larry David role. He says, as Curb comes to an end, I will now have the opportunity to finally shed this Larry David persona and become the person God intended me to be. The thought... <laughs> The thoughtful, kind, caring, considerate human being I was until I got derailed by portraying this malignant character. (laughs) He goes on and he goes, and so, Larry David, I bid you farewell. Your misanthropy will be missed. And for those of you who would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at Doctors Without Borders. (laughs) Uh, I know that's probably horrible for some of you to hear that I'm laughing at that, but... If you know Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's freaking fantastic. Uh, there will be a fourth installment of the Beverly Hills Cop films. Uh, Netflix is uh, going to be releasing a, a new version of that, I think, next year sometime. I, I'm sure next year sometime. The, the the movie will be called Axel F. It'll have all the old characters in it uh, and a lot of brand new ones as well. Super action-packed, like, like super action-packed. Explosions and car chases with helicopters and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, Eddie Murphy has been working on this fourth installment um, since the 90s because he was so disappointed in Beverly Hills Cop 3. He didn't want to leave the franchise like that. So he's been working on this since the 90s, kind of resurged a little bit in the early 2000s. It's finally done. Uh, Finally. It looks great. I'm super excited about it. So... uh, Cool. Something to watch on Netflix coming up. I saw this the other day, but I didn't uh, I didn't talk about it. But it's kind of a cool story. I don't know why I didn't talk about it. Whenever I talk about Luke Combs, I swear to God, we probably 20 to 30% jump in listens. So I should just do a Luke Combs show. <laughs> um, but Luke Combs, this is kind of a neat story about Luke Combs. Uh, his attorneys have been cracking down on companies illegally selling merchandise with his brand and image on it. Um, and unfortunately, a disabled Florida woman got tangled up for selling a total of 18 tumblers grossing $369. She got wrapped up in this whole, you know, they found her. She was ordered to pay two hundred and fifty grand. Of course, she doesn't have two hundred and fifty grand. Um, people are upset that she got busted like that. Luke finds out about it. Obviously, his attorneys are doing this. And, you know, the, really the order is protect the brand. Go out there and make sure that, you know, they're not selling my T-shirts and stuff like that for, you know, don't don't dis, uh, devalue the brand by letting people rip it off. Um, obviously, well, let me just finish the story the way they tell it. Um, when Luke found out about it, he was horrified, told his lawyers to remove her from the lawsuit and is going to send her 11 K 11 grand. Um, that way she won't have to pay the 250 grand. She made 369 bucks. She gets to keep that. And, uh, he sent her $11,000. Uh, he said his lawyers, uh, were only supposed to go after companies, uh, and hopefully bigger companies that sell unauthorized gifts, not fans with a side hustle. 
So the other companies named in the lawsuit are, in fact, companies and larger companies. Luke said, this is not something I would ever do. This is not the kind of person I am. I'm not greedy in any way, shape, or form. Money is the last thing on my mind. I promise you guys that. So I thought that was kind of a nice story. Um, You know, I don't know. Seems like a good guy. I don't like that he didn't change up the song Fast Car too much, but it was a great song. Um, Got it looked at again. So kudos to him and good for being a good dude. Sports headlines. I got the first week of the NFL week. uh, I got the first pick of the NFL week wrong. Um, Not good. Uh, Because this is just setting me up for a a crap week. Uh, My picks against Ben. I picked the Chargers over the Raiders. I didn't realize that Justin Herbert was uh, like he's out for the season. He had to, he broke his. I, I realized he had a finger injury. I didn't realize it was season ending. Um, the Raiders won sixty three to twenty one. <laughs> and I got to be honest with you, I watched oh I don't know a bit of the first half and a little bit of the third quarter, and it wasn't even that close. So. I was surprised that that was actually the, I, I was surprised the Chargers ended up with 21 points. Um, all right, moving on. Let's get into some Christmas, my friends. So uh, I was looking at, yeah, every once in a while I have some Christmas music on and it can vary. It can be like this, like this music you're listening to right now. Very Christmassy, but it's instrumental. It's low key. Sometimes when I need to be concentrating on things, I'll listen to stuff like that. Um, And then every once in a while, there are instrumentals where they are specifically meant to be instrumentals and they blow you away. Um, So I came across a couple over the last few years that I really, really enjoyed. Thought I would... You're probably familiar with a few of them. Certainly two of them you are. Um, And... um, Add them to your playlist. Make sure they get played. Make sure I'm going to give you one that you could. You, it's just an artist that I'm going to tell you, tell you about. You, you could put this artist on and just let it go all day, and you'll be happy. Um, the very first one came across this. I was driving in my car and I had Christmas music on. It was like a Spotify or Pandora or Amazon or something like that. And this this version of Carol of the Bells came on that I was like, oh, that is so cool. I don't know if I should be as impressed by it, but I am. Uh, It's by a guy named Steve Oliver. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a taste here.
just kind of a really pretty, I don't know, and, and seemingly innovative way to do Carol with the Bells with no bells, right? I mean, a, an acoustic guitar is it great. I really, really enjoyed that. But it kind of shocked me because it was Carol with the Bells and there was, you know, it just kind of pulled off with an acoustic guitar. Um, and the there's a lot of Carol of the Bells when you're when you're looking for good um, versions of songs that uh, that are instrumentals that are Christmas. Carol of the Bells is always going to come up. Um, and the next one is no uh, different than that. It is Carol of the Bells, but it's by the original uber dramatic group of Christmas. Mannheim Steamroller, Carol of the Bells. Can't have an instrumental Christmas list without uh, without uh, Mannheim Steamroller, uh, and I always apologize. I'd like I can never tell. Uh, I have a crap pair of headphones on. I can never tell if the recording is crappy <clears throat> or if my headphones are just not are just being overwhelmed. Um, the uh, I am going to give you a little tidbit here that doesn't require me to play music with it, but um, there is a woman. Uh, she's called B.G. Adair. Uh, that is not her real name, but that's she's been called that for forever. She passed away last year, and I'll just tell you right now: you go and just get a playlist of B.G. Adair Christmas, and you will not be disappointed. Every time a B.G. Adair song comes on on Spotify or whatever, whenever I'm playing some sort of you know list or station or playlist or whatever, um, it always makes me go, "Oh, this is nice." Every time. So, oh, it's produced a little bit better. sounds a little bit sharper. Um, you can play anything by B.G. Adair for the holidays. You will not be disappointed. So that's just my little gift to you this year. If you're not familiar with B.G. Adair, it's spelled B-E-G-I-E-A-D-A-I-R. There might be an, I, an E on the end of that, but if you get B.G. A-D, I think you're going to find <laughs> what you're looking for. Um, it's just, she's just great. Uh, I didn't even realize that she'd passed away last year, but I just I learned that in my my travels yesterday, trying to figure out uh, what I was going to do here. Um, <clears throat> the next one I've seen this this group uh, a couple of times, uh, and they put on it to me. It's just so over dramatic and so I don't know. It's a little, but the music is freaking phenomenal. Um, so like, don't go there to watch the I don't know, the storyline. I guess go there to enjoy the music. The music is is done extraordinarily well. It is um, clean, crisp, sounds great. It's Trans Siberian Orchestra, otherwise known as TSO. 
Um, you hear them all the time on Fox plays them all all the time during the holidays. So you'll hear those really dramatic kind of rock and roll Christmas songs. Um, <clears throat> founded by a couple of rock and roll dudes and producers, but they just do such a great job. Uh, this is, I believe, an original from them. I could be wrong. You can call me up and tell me. You're an idiot, Kale. That's not an original. This is called Christmas Sarajevo by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. is not to love harmonizing guitars great keyboards crazy dude running around on a violin it's i mean it's fantastic it's spectacle to see uh they tried to throw this storyline into the live shows i i wasn't a big fan of that but i mean the music is is worth the price of admission uh when it comes to instrumental christmas music the, the the list could not be um uh complete without this next song Every time I hear the song, every Christmas, it makes me happy every single time. And it is Linus and Lucy. Uh, the, the real guy's name is uh, Vince Gerald, uh, but it looks like Schroeder's playing the piano on this. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this, is, this is called The Time Is Here, also known as Linus and Lucy. had to get you that break there that was my that was my goal um so I, that's my list right there uh, i'll just run through it again carol of the bells by steve oliver 
Uh, I haven't listened to much of other Steve Oliver, but uh, one time while driving, that song really jumped out at me. Carol the Bells by, and anything by Mannheim Steamroller. I could have chosen another song, but their Carol the Bells is pretty intense and kind of started a, probably started the Trans-Siberian Orchestra uh, movement. Uh, The the Trans-Siberian Orchestra started back in the 90s already. Um, Anything by B.G. Adair, uh, Christmas Sarajevo by Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and then Linus and Lucy. Uh, what a great, great fun tune that is. Um, ben and I were uh, talking the other day, and um, I gave him a rapid-fire quiz of, would you prefer this or that? Uh, all Christmas-related. Now, listen up, because you can use these questions on friends and family. Um, these are really fun, uh, and you're going to hear over the next week, you're going to hear some of the more deep conversations we got in because we did this. You're going to hear the quick version of this, um, but uh, there's some conversations that came from this that were just freaking priceless. Uh, so uh, let, me, let me get rid of you. Um, so here is that conversation with Ben and Kale. Rapid fire Christmas questions. Would you rather accidentally tell a child Santa was not real or have to watch a Christmas marriage proposal get rejected? Oof. Watch the marriage proposal get yeah, rejected. Yeah, I, I think I'd kind of like to see that anyway. <laughs> Just, yeah, it kind of would be a little, yeah. Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might turn around and be like, oh, God. That's, oh. <laughs> Some cringe. Yeah. But you, but you wouldn't be devastating a child. Would you rather spend Christmas in New York City or L.A.? Um, ultimately, I'm picking L.A. because of the weather. But it's tough because obviously you could go to like Rockefeller Plaza and see the tree. And I feel like it'd be more Christmassy there. But since I've been in Wisconsin for years, I will take L.A. and go to a warm place for Christmas. Never done it. I've never done New York City. I've been in warm weather destinations for Christmas and didn't love it. Um, Unwrapping Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Morning, but... I want one the night before on Eve, right? That's like, you know, giving someone a taste. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This will get you up in the morning. (laughs) Right. Snoop for presents or be surprised. Ooh, (laughs) I didn't think this would be so hard. I want my cake and to eat it too again. You know what I mean? I want to, I definitely snooped as a kid and, but I also had regret about it. Because it wasn't but so I, awesome. But, in the, but yeah. in the moment, it was amazing. Oh, my God. I remember just <laughs> trying to peel back a little paper. Digging through. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There was something about knowing, like, oh, they did get that, and I can't wait to play with it, and it's going to be oh. four weeks oh. before I can play with it, though. Yeah, it's awful. Um, it's, it's good and bad. I don't know how to put it. It's a mischievous little thing to do, and it was fun. But I definitely had a little regret because I had to ham it up and act <laughs> when, when I would open it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right, next question. Eggnog or hot chocolate? Uh, hot chocolate. Spiked or unspiked? Unspiked. Really? Oh, yeah. Not even a little... No, I'd rather just have a cocktail if I want a drink. I don't really like um, any alcohol in hot, creamy drinks. I like classic hot chocolate with real chocolate if you can make it. No marshmallows. and um, But for alcohol, I mean, year-round, we already know that 
I like old fashioned, but brandy slush is the other one. Cozy sweaters or pajamas? Um, cozy sweaters. I really don't have pajamas. So, do you ever? You don't have like flannel pajama bottoms or anything like that. Do you wear them? Mm, I guess I was thinking like yeah, full. I, I get what you're full saying. Suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Does anybody really do that anymore? Only in movies, I feel like. Yeah, you're you right. See come out in there and they're like, you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody wears all that shit to bed. Yeah, how would you like to live in like the 17 or 1800s where you had like layers and layers of clothes on all the time? You had like, well, you had to. And you went Maybe. to bed and you were in a full underwear thing and with the Ebenezer Scrooge hat. Yeah. Yeah. The big flappy thing. I in my cap, as it says, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Um, Rudolph or Frosty? Rudolph. Mm, that was quick. Yeah, that was quick. I was ready on that one. Uh, Santa hats or reindeer antler headbands? Santa hats. Ugly sweater party or Christmas cocktail party? Christmas cocktail party. What? Uh, the ugly sweater thing's kind of played. played. Wow. All right. Candy canes or chocolates? Chocolate. Uh, me too. hundred percent. Just like there's not even a, I'll have a candy cane a year. Maybe, yeah. Secret Santa or White Elephant Exchange? Uh, Secret Santa. Yeah, me too. The White There's Elephant Exchange. Yeah. Too much crap and different rules. and yeah. It goes on too long. There you have it. Uh, use those on your friends and family. It's eye-opening. Um, <laughs> I was shocked at some of his answers. And, and next week you'll hear some of the more in-depth conversations we had. Uh, regarding that but uh, so that is my friends what's eating kale for today and what's eating kale for the week until the next time make it a good one